Welcome to Manic and Medicated with your host, Carissa. Buckle up while I take you on a ride, a journey, and possibly a therapy appointment. Don't say I didn't warn you. We're going back to the old school ways. I am laying in bed with my eyes closed, filming, filming, (laughs) recording this episode. But I just wanted to let you guys know that I have been hearing from an alarming amount of people how little their significant other is doing in primarily dating. Like, girls, guys, what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, you need to, if you are currently dating someone, especially new, newly dating, I want you to listen to this fucking episode because we need to have a conversation. We need to have a conversation because I am very concerned. Okay. Let me, let me get situated and close my eyes because I need to, I need to get right with God. I need to meditate. I need to do something because we are out here. Letting these girls, these guys, whoever they are, do some stupid shit. And we're just like, you know, like, I just, I just like don't even know like what to do. You know what to do. Break up with them. Please break up with them. The answer is to break up with them. I do not care how nice they are. I do not care how great their family is. I don't care how much their friends love you. They don't do enough. And I'm not saying this person's a bad person. I'm not saying this person's even wrong. I'm just saying they're not right for you. Because if they wanted to, they would. And if they did it, it's because you didn't have a gun to their head saying do it. You just, you're like, hey, like, I would really like if you could could, you know, communicate with me more. I could really, I would really like it if you could be more supportive with me in this journey that I'm going on with myself. I would really like it X, Y, and Z. Half of it is you and the other half is them. I get it. Sometimes in relationships, there are people who, who need more than you do in that moment, but you need to stop asking so much over and over and over again to somebody you are newly dating. It is exhausting and you're probably really tired. And the reason why I felt so compelled to talk about this today was because so many people have been coming up like to me and telling me about these things. And I'm like, I feel like I have to talk about it because I've been there. I've been in those situations when I've been newly dating somebody and it's just like I ke- I've kept feeling like I was giving and giving and giving and and filling their cup but nothing was be- being filled or poured back into my cup. And half of it is I want to do it and the other half is I feel like almost like a responsibility to make sure that the, this person feels supported, this person is okay, this person knows that I'm there for them. And it's like I had an underlining need to want to do that at all times. But then when I really looked at the relationship, I was not getting any of that. I wasn't getting a a man to step up for me when I needed him. 
I wasn't getting somebody that was supporting me. I, and I'm not even talking about financially. I'm just talking about emotionally. Someone who wasn't thinking about me before themselves. And, you know, I, I really do believe in you need to make sure that you're okay, number one, first and foremost. But if you know they're good and you're crumbling and they're not doing anything to help ease you or support you or be there for you, you need to reevaluate who you're with. And I've noticed the people that haven't been through something traumatic or can't relate to you on that level, I, for me personally, will never in my life date somebody who has never been through trauma. I can't do it. And that is a personal preference. It is not their fault that they've never experienced trauma, been through trauma, but I will not under any circumstances, date somebody who wants to continuously blow sunshine in my ass, always make me see the positive, always try to be optimistic. Sometimes I don't want that. Sometimes I want someone to just sit there and be with me as I move through my emotions, as I move through my depression, my anxiety, my PTSD. I don't need somebody to fix me. I don't need somebody to tell me to get over what it is that I'm feeling because they have no idea what it is that I'm feeling. I need somebody to sit there with me while I weather the storm and be supportive and cheer me on and not make me feel like I'm a goddamn alien. That's what I need. And I challenge you to realize and stand in your power and think about what it is that you need. What do you need from a partner? Do you need somebody too supportive? Do you need somebody who needs to give you your alone time when you ask for it? Like, hey, like, I I really need a day to be with myself. That's something that I really need today. And they can understand that and respect it. Do you need somebody who who picks up your phone calls? Like, I know plenty of people that be like, yeah, I'll try to call him and he just, like, doesn't answer. It's like... This is the person you want to be dating. This is the person who makes you feel like you're on the back burner, who makes you feel like you're second, who makes you feel like you are just, you know, in the background. No, you deserve to be with somebody who makes you feel like you are a priority. Obviously, you can't always be number one priority, but that you are a priority, that you are on their mind, that you are part of their life and not just a fucking extra. I don't want to be an extra in your life. I want to be a main character. And if I'm not that, then I I don't want to be in it. These are the things I'm talking about because I've seen it time and time again. Like, I remember years ago, I went out with this girl. She literally blasted her boyfriend to me. Like, she divulged, like, their sex life, their, um, their fights, their differences, what she couldn't stand about him. And not even three years later. I mean, they still have the same problems. Maybe they have shifted and morphed and changed, but they basically have the same problems. They did not come to a conclusion on anything. Um, they ended up getting married. I mean, I don't talk to the girl anymore, but like it just blows my mind. And if you looked at like their Instagram, her Instagram, it's it just cracks me the fuck up because it's just like it's so perfectly curated it's so like aesthetic it's so like oh my god like we got married and we have the white picket house and we have the kids and it's like it is someone that you would probably envy and be like wow that's what I want ah do you 
Do you want to have vanilla sex? Do you, for the rest of your life, is that really what you want? Do you want to always end fights with silent treatment? Is that what you want? Do you always want to feel like you are not a priority and that work is always going to be the thing that is going to be number one in his eyes and you're always going to be second? Uh, do you have kids because you want to feel void? You want to fill the void? Um, you know, at the end of the day, like if it was just you and your partner, you would rip your hair out. That's a huge issue. That's another thing. Please stop having kids to fill a void. Please stop having kids because you're like, oh, they're so cute and I want to have a baby. You do realize these things grow up and they become adults, right? You do realize that. And you do realize when all your kids leave, you're still left with your shitty husband or wife. You do realize that, right? And then at that point, you got to really figure out, do I want to have a roommate? Do I want to get divorced? Like, and this is like down the line. So I'd rather just, you know, nip it in the butt right, in the, right at the get-go. Because you need to realize when you start dating somebody, like, yeah, you might not be thinking about like kids or marriage or any of that right when you start dating. But all of these orange flags, I'm going to call them orange flags because you're not seeing them as red flags. You're seeing them as orange right now. Because you can't really figure out yet if it's a red flag. You know, your communication skills are different. You're like, oh, maybe we'll work on that. Then you figure something else out you don't like about them. Then it's something else. And it just keeps building and building and building. And all of a sudden you have all these problems. But you're like, you know what, we'll, we'll just make it work. Why? Why? I'm literally asking you why. For example, I was dating somebody and he had terrible communication skills. Every time there was a conflict, he was shut down. Any time that he shut down, I realized is when my my anger would escalate and then he would just shove it down more. And then sometimes he'd walk away and I would scream because I was so infuriated. I felt so disrespected and I felt like he wasn't listening to me and our communication styles were very different. He wanted to walk away and talk about it later. And I wanted to talk about it right fucking now because it's like, it, it, especially an issue that had just happened. It's like, okay, what the fuck was that? And they're like, no, so I don't want to talk about it right now. And it's almost like it, he like pushed my emotions away. Like my emotions were too much and I've realized I can't date somebody who's never experienced trauma and I can't date somebody who wants to run away from conflict. That is not something I will put up with because I have tried so hard in therapy to calm those angry voices that are in my head. And I've tried so hard to work on myself as a, as a person that I will not sit here now and make myself even smaller I want to better myself, but I'm not going to tone myself down. So when there's a conflict and I'm like, hey, like, I really want to talk about this. And the person shuts me down and wants to walk away or doesn't want to look me in the eyes when we're having a conversation. That's going to be a no for me. I cannot date somebody like that because that is a trigger. That is a, a like a huge fuck you to me. And for that person, it's probably a boundary. They're probably like, I cannot talk to you about this conflict right now and I need to walk away. And I respect that, but I cannot date somebody like that. And I've learned that through dating other people is, 
you know, I don't want somebody who wants to escalate an argument and I don't want somebody who walks away. I want a nice, happy medium where, yeah, maybe that conversation gets a little heated, but we come to a resolution. There's a conclusion. They make me feel like they heard me. I'm seen. I'm, and same for them. I want them to feel like they're also heard and they're also respected and they're, they're also in this relationship just as much as I am. And it's not all about me. So think about what it is that it, like your boundaries, your, your, your list of things that really are your non-negotiables. That's a non-negotiable with me. And I've dated guys who just, we could be sitting on a couch together having like a, a heated conversation. Like no one's screaming or anything crazy, but it's just like, yo, like what the fuck is that? Blah, 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 blah. And you go back and forth and they like, I want to fix it and they want to run away. And I cannot ever date somebody like that again. And I just want you to know you know, obviously social media is such a fucking, it's fraud. Like everybody on there is so fucking fake. And it honestly makes me laugh, but do not be jealous of these people that you see. There has been so many people in my past that have like ripped their boyfriend or their girlfriend apart. And these are the same people who are getting married and having kids and living these very miserable lives. And that's, I'm not laughing because at their expense and being like, aha, that's so funny. I'm laughing because it's just like, it's so like ironic. It's very ironic because sometimes you sit with yourself and you think, why can't I have that relationship? Or why can't, it's because you are trying to respect yourself. That's what it is. You respect yourself enough that you are going to wait for your perfect match. Nobody's perfect, but you're going to wait for your match that actually aligns with who you are as a person, who you are, your love language, the way that you compromise, everything, family, finances, like you will find somebody who perfectly matches you in more ways than one. And it is not the stupid guy or the stupid fucking girl who does stupid shit and doesn't apologize and doesn't make you feel heard and doesn't make you feel secure in your relationship. It's not them. It's not. It never will be. Because if they wanted to, they would. And that is what I, that is what I stand by. If some, if you tell somebody an issue, if you tell somebody, this is where I'm coming from, please meet me halfway. And they time and time again, do not meet you halfway. They do not respect you. They cannot compute. They don't want to, because if they did, if they wanted to, they would. And I want you to understand that. You deserve so much more than what you're getting. And I don't give a fuck if you've been dating this person for five days, five months, five years. I don't care if you have one kid or five kids and you feel like you're listening to me and you're like, fuck, like that, that's me right now. You deserve more. You deserve more. And you've always deserved more. You just, you know, you kind of settled. And now you're like, wow, I'm really fucking unhappy with my situation. And you you don't have to be in your situation. And I'm not saying it's easy to end things with anybody at any time. It's fucking hard. Breakups suck. But I'm just saying really evaluate what you're doing. Really think, is this someone I really want to be with? Right now, in the future, forever, 
whatever it is. Because if it's not serving you, why are you doing it? You don't owe anybody anything. You owe yourself happiness. You owe yourself to be with somebody who matches you on more levels than what you are getting right now. So stop living the vanilla life that you're living. You want to be funfetti. I know you do. <laughs> I talked about that in my in my uh, new YouTube video I just posted uh, today, this morning. So go check out the new YouTube video. Um, please, please, please focus on what it is that you want in your life and out of a partner because it's... It's so easy to get wrapped up in the nice guy than realize, oh, he's probably not actually what I want, you know, and uh, we're not really communicating the way I want or uh, he doesn't have the same views as I have. And like, that's fine. Like, it's OK to have differences. But if it affects how your relationship is going, why are you dealing with that? Why is that even like on the table still? So really think about it, really sit with it and I don't know. DM me if you want. Let's talk about it. I know sometimes you kind of need like a soundboard. You need a person to really be like unbiased and talk to. So you can always send me a DM. Um, I'm not saying like I'm a, a fucking relationship guru, but I definitely know a few things. I've dated so many different types of walks of life and I've learned so much along the way. And I, I mean, I do... I, I definitely give better advice to other people than I do to myself. And I think that that is just like so um, relatable to most people. They give f- fabulous advice to other people, but they cannot for the life of them give good advice to themselves because it's hard. It's hard to look at yourself and be like, fuck, like I really need to get my shit together. I really need to change what I am doing with my life. It's so easy to navigate someone else's life. And then once you're sitting in the driver's seat, navigating your own life, you're like, fuck, I got no signal. My GPS doesn't work. Like my car is fucked. My fucking tire just popped. Like that's how I feel half the time. I'm like Flintstoning it around. Like, I don't know what I'm fucking doing, but just not even just relationships, but your life as a whole, just really look at it and evaluate. Like this could go for friendships too. It doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship. Like really evaluate, like, why are these people in my life? And I have friends now who have other friends that like I'm in the same circle with. And I'm like, I can't stand this fucking person. And they're not my friend. I don't want to be friends with them. And I've made that so fucking clear. I'm like, you guys can be friends with this person, but I don't want to be friends with this person. And if we're all in the same circle, like, whatever, that's fine. But, like, I won't go out of my way to invite this person to anything if it's something that is I'm hosting because it's just not my jam. I'm so sick of the fake shit. I'm so sick of the bullshit. I'm so sick of people smiling in your face and then talking shit behind your back. Like, we all talk shit. I totally get it. But... When you're consistently talking shit about somebody, are you really friends with them? Come on. Are you? And if if you guys are friends, do you think they'd be okay with you doing that? Because I, for one, when I realize I'm consistently talking shit about someone, I'm like, oh shit, like I'm not even friends with this person. I am not. I'm either one bored, 
Two, I'm sick of their shit. Or three, we have, we were friends and we're just not friends anymore. And I just am sick of their existence. (laughs) That sounds terrible, but like, I just can't do it. I have unfollowed so many people on social media because it's just like, instead of me being annoyed with their existence, I would just rather delete them. Imagine growing up in like the 60s and 70s. If you just like didn't like a motherfucker, you just never saw them again. Maybe you saw them at the grocery store, but you just never. They just poof, gone, never saw them again. So let's reevaluate the people in our lives and know for a fact if they wanted to, they would. Okay? All right. Until next time. Bye. Our work is never over. Work it harder. Make it better. Do it faster. Makes